The first revelation of the Holy Qur'an which the Holy Prophet wasallam received contained the verse خَلَقَ uh, الْإِنسَانَ min alak, That we have created man from a clot of blood. And the literal meaning of alak is in its own place but the metaphorical meaning of alak in its application here is something that is attached to something else. And so khalaq al-insana min alak has the expression of man being created to be attached to someone else. The first and primary meaning is divine attachment. And the secondary meaning is attachment with fellow human beings. So this necessity for attachment is something that is part of our basic nature and that is inescapable. Now, when a person is de- deprived of divine love and attachment, then he does not fulfill the purpose of his creation and naturally there is a restlessness that exists within him. But it's difficult to identify that restlessness when so many people in our society are suffering from it. That illness becomes the norm and it becomes so normal that then that society becomes immune and blind towards the symptoms of that illness. So in order to understand those symptoms, we have to take a step back, which is to see what are the symptoms of a person being deprived of human touch. Because when we see a deprivation of human touch and its symptoms, then we can understand the symptoms of deprivation of divine touch. Now, since we are created, so when we don't have that human touch, then a person begins to suffer. And even though he has everything in the world that he could imagine, but without that human touch, we see the symptoms of that suffering. We can, if a person has all the money in the world, he has the best house, the best car, everything money can buy, every rich all the riches and every luxury that we can imagine. But if that person does not have human attachment in his life, then we can imagine how depressing his life must be, how completely devoid it must be of meaning. So here we see that although a person may have achieved material success by what our standards are of success in our society, but that person would be utterly miserable. And there are many people like this. There are people who are very wealthy, the most successful of people, but they don't have a healthy relationship with their wife, an extremely dysfunctional relationship with their wife. There's no love, there's nothing there. With their family members, they're dysfunctional as well. At the end of the day, they have no actual human attachment. They are khalaq al-insana min alaq. They have been created with a fundamental need for attachment, but they are deprived of that attachment. And because of that, those people who are the most wealthy and rich people in society, they're the most depressed and suicidal people that we see around. So here we see that when a person is deprived of that human touch, then these are the symptoms that they show. At times, such people are surrounded by admirers, but it doesn't give them any happiness because that admiration does not have any real human affection and attachment to it. It's similar to a piece of filth that is surrounded by flies that buzz around it. It would only be foolish for that pile of filth to think that it is popular because there are insects and flies that surround it. The stench is what attracts those insects. So in the same way, when a person is successful from a materialistic perspective, when a person is materialistic himself, then that worldliness lets off a stench. And that stench attracts the insects of this world, people who gather around him just for the sake of his wealth. That person, despite being surrounded by people in an entourage of people, remains just as painfully lonely as he was before. And this doesn't just apply to those people who have luxuries in life. It applies to many people in our society. So many people in our society go home, not to a home, but to a house, specifically an empty house. There are more people than ever before who live by themselves. 
And when a person goes home to an empty house, they don't go home to a loving spouse or to loving parents or to loving children, some kind of human attachment. There also they begin to suffer some of these symptoms. Loneliness becomes, begins to appear. Even though they're out laughing and drinking with their friends, but then when they come home and put their head down on their pillow, then they cannot escape that sadness that surrounds them, that discomfort and restlessness that surrounds them. So from this picture, it should be clear and it should not be difficult to understand that even if a person has all the, all the luxuries of this world, but if they are deprived of khalaq al-insana min alak, the need of our creation, which is attachment, if they are deprived of human attachment, then they remain restless and they remain depressed and they remain seeking for something more and trying to fill the hole of that emptiness that remains in their life with different types of materialistic pleasures, addictions, all sorts of garbage that they try and f throw into that hole to try and fill it up, but nothing can fill it up. So now when we look at divine love, and when a person is deprived of divine attachment, there also we see a restlessness, a restlessness that exists among people in our society. But people are so acclimated to it that it has become normalized. Even human loneliness has become something that in our society we are becoming so accustomed to that now depression is almost considered the new normal. Although it's still considered an illness, but it's so common that for a person to be depressed and for a person to be on antidepressants is not seen out of the ordinary. So when a society becomes so sick that illness has become a norm, then that is a crookedness that has appeared by which our perception of health becomes twisted and we're not able to understand health and a healthy living. So in the same way that we see that restlessness and depression have become normalized as a normal human experience in our society. So all the more deprivation from divine touch has become normalized. And that restlessness and that spiritual hell that people live with every day is seen as just a normal and average and daily part of life. Because the has said that when you look at worldly people, <clears throat> then in your eyes they may seem to be happy. But that is because your eyes are on their outward condition, but I see the condition of their hearts. And I see the misery and the hell that they live in every single day. So this perception that Hazrat Masih had of people who are deprived of divine touch, it is something that we also have of people who are deprived of human touch. It is only a naive person, a child, who would see a rich and wealthy person who is deprived of all kind of human attachment and think that he is happy. They would think, only a child would think that if I had as much money as him, then I would be happy. I can't imagine why he would be sad. But anybody with insight can see exactly why that person is depressed and why we would never want to trade places with him. So in the same way, a person who has divine insight, they're able to see with the same level of clarity that a person who is deprived of divine touch, how sad they must be within their hearts, how depressed they must be, and how that void must continue bothering them and a spiritual hell that they exist in on a daily basis and a restlessness that they cannot explain and they cannot understand that they have come to live with. It lives with them every day. So when Hazrat Masih said that I see the condition of their hearts, and although you may think that they are happy, but I see that they are living in a hell. This is because a person, every single one of us, all of us have been khalaq al-insana min alak. We have been created with a basic and fundamental need for attachment. Firstly, of attachment to our creator, and secondly, with a need for attachment to our fellow man. And unless we have a healthy relationship with our family, with our loved ones, with those who are close to us, we can never be satisfied no matter how many other things we try and fill that void with. And until we have a healthy relationship with our Creator, we can also never be satisfied. 
So when we reflect on this part of our nature, then we can diagnose the symptoms of this hell that exists within a person's heart. And when we recognize those symptoms, then not only can we cure them within ourselves, but when we see them among others, we can understand them. We will never be impressed by those people who worship the world, those people who worship money, those people who, whose ambitions are combined only to objectives that are worldly, that are confined to this world and, and that are devoid with, of any spirituality. Only then can we feel genuine sympathy for those who people who have everything in this world but are deprived of spirituality, of true religion and a living relationship with Allah Almighty. So this verse of the Holy Quran describes to us a basic part of our creation and it gives an insight to us on how it is that we can fulfill the purpose of our creation and also how we can achieve the pursuit of happiness. Because when a person achieves the purpose of their creation, then they achieve the highest level of happiness. And that happiness is something that we all universally pursue in society. And so in that way, we would be the most successful of people. So with these points, we'll end today's daras, and if anyone has any questions, and we can address them.